grandiose stories told over and over in the bar, even though none of us believes them. So what if nobody cares? So what if nobody knows any better? Regardless, my album sits on my bed forgetting nothing, remembering everything, supposing any of this is real. So what if it's all just another bad dream? Do you care? Did you ever? Like love, this is never over. Mia culpa, sweet thing. Reneging on history gets you nowhere, except here.
timeless hours with tragic factory scholars about our street dreams and the Cold War eyes of ladies while old men heave themselves out windows of heartless flops and drunken terror the tender Buddha less panic. Later, I rock and rolled and put the blind detective out of my sesquade mind to get high in the crosshairs of lofty sounding solitude as mustard gas of dawn passes and a tragic hole passes out of the drama and love that's put heart of the poem. Life, let's panic. Later. of lonely is crushing me and I am pushing against the heaviness in my bones and in my heart that aches and fills my eyes with salt. It's heavy like a barbell bashed against my back and I am sinking, burying into a depression that's oppressing me and undressing me and leaving me naked to the cold and so I'm told to weep and creep right out of my skin but 
Hypothermia is setting in and I'm not sure my heart is beating anymore. Last time I checked, the salt was welling and swelling again and falling this time to melt the snow. But the melting is slow and my everything hurts so bad I can't even say what it feels like, although I might say it's having to shit when there's no toilet in sight. It's a toothache with gums impaled, an ingrown toenail, a yeast infection, a detection of catheters shoved up your bits, a paper cut poured lemon juice and noose around your neck, a birth without epidural, a pencil jammed up your nose, a ruptured doze, gangrene, and a cave singing in your ear. And then like that. The feeling's gone, your mind is on the run, running sideways and upside down, and you can't remember why you're here. You can't articulate against the fear what you're fearing when the muse you were musing isn't so amusing anymore. And at this distance, you can only hope some dope in conversation or palpitation will return your senses and allow you some position to reposition the snow. Dozens of dozens of piles of papers, each more corroded than the next, continuing in the long tradition of no-nothing knick-knack hackwork, against which emotion staggers. Rapture rundown film at 11. Destination unknown. Karma bankrupt. Incardinal non-compass mentis. Devalued. Ex-cathedra rubbish in, rubbish out. Someone somewhere says something terribly disturbing for reasons unknown, unexplored, undiscovered. Keep up. Keep out, keep in mind. Someone somewhere says something no one can argue with to no one who wants to argue anything. Everyone sits, everyone waits. Someone somewhere says something devious in its honesty and nothing anyone else says strikes deeper to anyone with any depth. Grabbing at the grail, dabbling in redemption, grasping at straw men, hovering on neon corners, gradually slipping into grainy black and white newspaper photos. You tattoo your heart on mine. Rubenesque emotions in anorexic times, hovering in neon neighborhood bars, like it or not, electric evenings spent in drag, nausea sprawling.
coursing through us like a cancer, sucking the joy from passion. You put your picture in my book or take mine from yours. Someone somewhere says something everyone understands too easily. Someone somewhere says something grim and funny and true and misleading, revolving, reflecting, reciprocating nothing we cannot abbreviate in action. Kudos, my man. Kudos. Someone somewhere says something grimy and forlorn and treacherous and moral. You know the scam. Grasping the oblivious, grabbing the obvious, never letting go. Someone somewhere says something glistening like a gift from the Lord, made solid for the one living soul who needs it. Someone somewhere says something snaky or gracious. Dozens of dozens of piles of perjured testimony gone over and over in gory detail. You spoke regardless of the consequences. Someone somewhere says something dozens of dozens of piles of perjured testimony. You listen. Everyone does. Someone somewhere says something genuine and fair and honest and fearful and you settle the score like a contract killer uselessly, endlessly, compulsively exploring dozens of dozens of piles of pictures. Someone somewhere says something greedy or gracious or genius about dozens of dozens of piles of poems relegated to the trash heap of forgotten things gone bad. Someone somewhere says something gaudy and garish and pure to you and to me and to someone somewhere saying something dozens of dozens of piles of scribbles glowing with the power of words evolving to something we cannot control or understand or fulfill or desire gutlessly turning on the TV to hear someone somewhere say something lusciously shallow even at the cost of our souls regardless of the consequence glad to pay the price without hesitation someone somewhere says something elastic and evil and evolved. No one cares to hear for personal reasons. Glad to relegate themselves to dozens and dozens of piles of paper as far as the eye can see.
You are now rolling.
Diego.
deep north, a leotard. Dance classes, small shoes, gossamer spankings, white tights. How many tiny girls become lasting friends as their bellies grow and shrink? Chapter 2. The mother pulls the small shrift over the baby's skin. 
beside the pool on a hot day for humid bonnets. Splashes and kicking, pictures evidence allow. Chapter three. Under the tree, five children crawling and one boy behind one girl, girl frantically smoothing a dress too nice to be crawling in. Boy behind, eager to touch, to reach, up and up. Chapter 4 The older ones remain near the fireplace in the large, safe room. The child is forced to rest in the single bed. She cannot sleep. Cold concrete painted with the characters from the comic Charlie Brown and the Peanuts. Chapter 5 Near that time, there's a story that is read about a broom closet and a clothes change there. A finding out. Maybe more so, dreams are affected from this. Chapter 6 Near the auditorium stage, there is a tiny revelation. Chosen locks do not need to be spun around the ear first before being inserted. After a while, the strands are too long and they pull back. Chapter 7 The new little plastic scented toy is accidentally dropped into the tin ash can and never retrieved. The child is punished later when the ash can is emptied and the toy is found. Chapter 8 Disgusting Valentine pre-love exchange there is the constant crush and the one who compulsively picks his nose and eats it. The future CEO of Sweatpants of America Incorporated. Chapter 9 If you had only given her a kiss in the room where so much exposure occurred from visible wastes and the punishing longing.
jumpings for fools. eines Kometen. Der Uhrzeit bin ich mir nicht mehr gewiss, des Nachts bei Sternenschein den vollen Mond, den ich vermiss, als ich der Gewohnheit nach vom Balkon aus nicht mehr sprach und dem nahenden Verhängnis meiner Zigarette ein bisschen näher wollte sein. Letzte Gedanken, die ich dem Tag vermach, verschwiegen in nächtlicher Ruh, so blicke ich zu den Wolken empor, die den Abnehmenden im Nu viel schneller als gewöhnlich passierten. Der Clou dieser Sache stellte sich vor und die Anscheinlichkeit verlor ganz unmissverständlich ihre Natur. Denn die Wolken bewegten sich nicht nur von ihrer Stelle in eine andere Richtung, 
sich um sich selbst drehend bis hin zur ganz organisch aussehender Gestalt, in sich brodelnd bedrohliche Gewalt, die da in das Land einfuhr, einhergehend die wahre Sichtung, die sich wie eine Lichtung einstellt, um nur allzu bald die tatsächliche Wahrhaftigkeit dieser nächtlichen Begebenheit in ihrem Ganzen darlegt. Denn mit der Zeit sehe ich brennende Schwader als Teil von vorbeiziehendem Unheil, welches nur danach schreit, als es sich an mir vorbeibewegt, mich so in Nichtigkeit zerlegt, wirklich erkannt zu werden, weil es eben keine Wolken sind, die da ziehen ohne Wind. Die Erkenntnis erschließt sich nicht so leicht geschwind. Die Zigarette war schon längst nicht mehr, doch trotzdem war ich sehr gefesselt, erstaunt wie ein Kind, ahnend, dass das Ende Großes verspricht und die Wahrheit in ihrem Licht zeigt, der Fassade vorher, was sich da nun verbirgt und mit Gefühl auf mich wirkt, so dass mir die Tränen strömend kommen, einer Gewaltsamkeit entgegen, die sich birgt, indem sie als Komet an der Erde vorbeizieht und ich, der sich das ansieht, auf den das einwirkt, stehe nun da an sich genommen, vorgeführt. Diesem Monstrum zu entrinnen, die Wahrheit als solche zu bestimmen, erscheint unwahrer als je zuvor. Early June, gone to Texas. Reggae from Springfield to Springfield via satellite and jazz praises echo through what's left of the prairie all the way to the edge of the Ozarks. I remember. Time was. All you could get on radio in these Missouri mountains once St. Louis faded was evangelists, hoarse with the excitement of having some spirit take them, speaking in tongues, circumscribed by lines of sight, an odd bounce now and again, and urgent requests for offerings of free will. Sign says, God, Jesus, and you expect something sly, like a milk mustache. But the satellite radio sings, I call on the name of Jah and I feel secure. Bob Marley sings, it takes a revolution to make a solution. And I find myself going through one after another, with Lady Liberty back to Jersey, back to every heaven's gate on my mind. I'm traveling west, disgusted with politics. I think it would be as easy for one person to stop a line of tanks on a city street as to stop an old scholar crossing a mountain. There is power, and there is power, And one person standing up in a narrow way has it for a time without so much as a moment of truth. The question is, what perfect square of poems comes of it? What pictures, what memories, what silences, what heavenly mandate, what cities? Never make a politician grant you a favor. Never ask a politician to grant you what is yours. Never let a politician convince you he has. One more turn of the wheel, one more curtain, one more humbug, one more little bird sings. Stand up, don't give up the fight. 
because every little thing's going to be all right.
I want to carve my name on the backs of your teeth so it cannot be removed. So it does not matter who stays or who goes. When I turn my back on you. Scraping up the dregs the morning after the night before says it all. Scraping up the dregs of dreams ground to find pattern squandered in heat. Scraping up the dregs in one redundant motion after another. Scraping up the dregs to save what can be saved and hold what can be held. Scraping up the dregs, ignoring everything else because it's all just scraping up the dregs in a desperate fury of gnawing hunger. Scraping up the dregs on the floor and the table and the fingernails. Scraping up the dregs in the sink and the dirty dishes and the knives. Scraping up the dregs from needles and razor blades and scraps of paper. Scraping up the dregs from skin and bone and greasy hair and bleeding lips. Scraping up the dregs in filthy ashtrays and cups and charred wire screens. Scraping up the dregs in kitchens and bathrooms and closets and hallways. Scraping up the dregs in garbage cans and broken glass and old laundry. Scraping up the dregs in the bed and in the crib and in the armchair, scraping up the dregs in the yard and the driveway and the parched gutter, scraping up the dregs in the eyes and in the blood and in the marrow, scraping up the dregs in the heart and in the soul and in the spirit, scraping up the dregs in the filth and grime and stink and never-ending shame, scraping up the dregs in shit and piss and puke and pus and maggots and scraping up the dregs and scraping up the dregs and scraping up the dregs.
every day since Jesus Christ was born.
album of faded pictures laying on an empty bed on one side of a dusty room nobody wins even the rates of God or Holbrook. I gave up, not that I invested much in this to begin with. Today passes like yesterday, hollow words, empty promises, donuts in a box on the radiator, and an album of faded pictures remains unopened. Keepsakes left behind. Sepia suits you. Delicate lace and silk stockings and mauve suits with shoulder pads. Style is your substance, sweetheart. Don't fight it. Pungent perfumes remind me of you. Heart-stopping poses no one else can emulate. You really set the hook, didn't you? So I am in this godforsaken place, reaching for, grasping at a little piece, sidestepping shadows very Fred Astaire, doing nothing I can undo. Underneath it all, desire. Somewhere, someone I don't know takes notes. Underneath the desire, fear. Everyone here knows this is true. Underneath the fear, emptiness or hunger. Like the pictures in the album evaporating in the summer heat, wrenched from me in absentia, sympathy proves insufficient. Regardless, everyone who checks in stays. Regardless, some never check in. Regardless, everyone ends up here sooner or later. My memory justifies nothing, taking the easy way out. Arguments bury evidence to no advantage. Secrets are revealed on cue. No one here escapes devastation, depression, devotion. Grandiose stories told over and over in the bar, even though none of us believes them. So what if nobody cares? So what if nobody knows any better? Regardless, my album sits on my bed, forgetting nothing, remembering everything, supposing any of this is real. So what if it's all just another bad dream? Do you care? Did you ever? Like love, this is never over. Mia culpa, sweet thing. Reneging on history gets you nowhere. Except here.